we go. You know you open up every show with, all right, here we go. Is it a habit? I don't know, but I was thinking like the last couple times you, you opened it up with that. It just seems natural. Is there a problem with it? Do you not like it? No, I just I just was saying it. Like it just, every time. Like if you look at it, it's like, all right, here we go. Welcome yeah. to Ask a Black Guy. I'm I your think- host, Slim. We're here with your boy Smooth. <laughs> I wasn't like- even going to get it. I wasn't going to do that today. Oh, where are you going? I was just, just going to hop right into it. Oh, we got we do we got a lot of shit to get to. Well, I like to say, how about we start with like, uh, hello everybody, welcome back to Ask a Black Eye. This is your host Slim and Smooth. Thank you for sharing your radios with us, or your That's- airways, or your AirPods, or if you don't have AirPods, you just got the little stringy earpieces things. You know, it used to come with the old iPhone, and you could plug it right into your phone. But then now the iPhone got all fancy and shit. So now you can't plug a regular fucking air jack into goddamn phone. You can't use it no more. Or you can't switch it from your phone to computer because now it's all over. Listen, folks, it's uh, it's been a while since we recorded. <laughs> Gary seems to be... Oh! You did it again! You did it again! Oh. <laughs> smooth seems to be smooth, damn a little it. rusty. It's smooth! I guess Slim seems to be a little rusty too. Damn! I should just switch my name. You should. Just, Everybody knows by now. No, no, it's smooth. This is smooth. Oh wait, this is not smooth. Hey, this is smooth. Back with the sexy voice. Listen, yeah. it's been a while. It has been a while. To be honest, the uh, last time we recorded was pre end of the fucking world. <laughs> I mean, the madness that's going on right now is out of control. You see all the memes that says, uh, dude, how memes for what? It, it, there's it's so like, much. Well, there's memes that's like, um, <clears throat> Grandpa, can you tell me about the year 2020? And Grandpa's like, let me pour a drink first. <laughs> and then there's another meme that was like, well, it all started with this fucking chicken sandwich. <laughs> And then, it just, <laughs> then it just goes off the rails. This is a fucked up year. Yo, dude, this... It's straight madness. Yeah. Dude, I, there was another meme that was like, 2020, every month, is trying to outdo the month before. Like, with we're, craziness. We're on pace for thermonuclear war then. Because this shit is <laughs> fucked up. Oh, man. I mean, for real. And not, not only that, but... It plays right into the content of our show. Yeah. The last two pretty weeks. Much. Last two and a half weeks. It's mm. fucking sickening. It really is, bro. Yeah. Um I just I feel bad for so many people. There's a lot of emotion floating around, a lot of different issues. Mm-hmm. Uh so listen, I mean, George Floyd died at the yeah. hands of a a shitty Minneapolis police officer. Yeah, it was bad. It was the it was the most heart wrenching, <clears throat> disgusting thing that I've seen in a very long time. I've some I've seen some pretty fucked up shit. Like you watch that guy's life drain out of him while yeah, he was bad. pleading for help. That you know, was it, it was uh it was really fucked up, and even more than that, oh, dude, I don't. I'm in the middle of a heady. Had a heavy uh, conversation and octopus legs over here knocks over his fucking drink. 
Oh, damn it. Uh, I didn't see that. Fuck, my, my slippers right, are hold up. All right, and we're back. That was horrendous. It, yeah. Take I, a take a fucking breath, bro. He he listen, smooth's all jazzed up right now. I could tell the topic's already getting on him. Mm. Well, so where were we? You were talking about George Floyd. I was trying to intro into our topic here. Yeah. Which yes, it is George Floyd and the fucking chaos that we've been living through in 2020. Mm. Um I feel bad for a lot of people. I feel bad for young people. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for anybody in the mix. Anybody who's felt wronged. I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's It starts with one thing, right? And it's just this powder keg environment. Pre-COVID, and this might be a terrible thing to say, but I, I, I think it's true. I think this one death, this one shitty officer killing George Floyd wouldn't have sparked a nationwide protest, <clears throat> riots, looting all over the country. I think it was a perfect no. storm of everyone pent up, right? You have all this emotion surrounding the COVID and right. then this massive event um, that just turned into a, a No, a I think even if, even if we didn't have COVID, Everybody still would be pissed and everything still would be going on because you think to this degree even. Oh, yeah. Because look, at, if you look at the tape, it's I mean, it's clear and it's bad and it's bad. And it's and it's not just that um, like this was the only one. This was one of many. But this happens to be the most horrendous one that's on tape and you can see the whole video. So sure. this is literally the straw. That broke the camel's back. Right. Uh, Black people make a... COVID has to play into it to a certain degree. People's mental state... You know, no. So so what I would say with COVID, how COVID played into it is several ways. Number one, you had a lot of people home doing absolutely nothing. Right? Right. So what do they do? They have opportunity to watch this over and over again. They have opportunity to sit and actually research it and listen to the news that's coming in. They have opportunity to search and try to find independent viewpoints of the situation, right? Uh, Also, so COVID allows for that to happen. Also, COVID allows for people to go out in the streets and protest because nine times of ten, you'll be at work, you know? So now people can go out and protest. Uh, Another thing COVID allows for to do is the riots. So you got people out there rioting who... Um, and let me, let me, we have people out there writing who some of them probably wouldn't be out there in the first place doing it, but look at, we we're in what, two months in, three months in, no jobs, no money coming in. Um, the unemployment system gave them a $1,200 check. How much is everybody's rent or mortgage? I mean, 900, 700, 1200, 13, $1,500, $2,000. Um, the unemployment system has been backed up. Some people haven't received an unemployment check yet, and they that's, put in early. That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's it just builds on <clears throat> itself, right? It's just a right. snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we, like you said, that that might have been the event that broke the camel's back, and you know, kind of using a uh, an old cliche there, but mm-hmm. you, you could describe it that way for sure. 
No, I, and I... my concern <clears throat> is that there's always a, a a line to be crossed, and and I think that varies from event to event. Mm-hmm. But when you start breaking into the looting <clears throat> and the rioting and the senseless arsons mm-hmm. of of people's small businesses, <clears throat> I you. Somebody's hijacked a message there, and and I can't and I can't believe that a guy uh, like George Floyd, for instance, would want that to happen. And I and I don't believe well, that the people that are out there peaceful protesting, uh, specifically concerning George Floyd's death, would want that to occur either. Well, and, here's the thing, and I and I feel like a message has been hijacked. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I'm glad you pointed it out because I want to make the very, very clear distinction between protesters and rioters. There has to be, right? There's a there's a clear distinction to protesters and rioters. Um, and this this is going to have layers. <clears throat> so uh, hopefully I'll, I'll stay on track and I'll, and I'll break this down. Just take a um, breath. Don't get up on that soapbox, bro. Oh, uh, I'm on level three. <laughs> like I can see you get you get you got to look into his eyes right now. <laughs> I'm on level three. So the protesters are the protesters, and protesters are peaceful, and they come out and they do the thing. Then you have a branch of people who are rioters, uh, and rioters are broken down in several subdivisions. Right, you have people who are angry, and they take it out on businesses and companies in their neighborhood and other neighborhoods and stuff like that. <clears throat> then you have people who are just opportunists. They don't give a shit. They just want to cause destruction, cause harm. Because they're criminals. They're criminals. Straight right. criminals. And then you have people who are desperate. Like, I don't have any money. Like, I, I saw one video on Facebook Live where people rated a CVS or a Rite Aid, and I literally saw people coming out with, uh, I mean, obviously you saw people being idiots, but I, I saw a lady come out with a, a pack of diapers. Like That, that shit's expensive. I, I I got two kids. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> uh, so it's 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 kind of like some people are mixing the message and blaming like, oh, th- what is what does the riots have to do with George Floyd and you want equality and justice? First of all, let me say this: if anybody and I I I I challenge you, I implore you, I beg of you, please. Write a comment in, askablackout.com. Write a write a comment. Ask me directly. I challenge you to talk to me about the rights. My thing is this: if you Be careful what you wish for, I implore you, implore you, implore you, implore you. You're gonna please. argue with a faceless troll. I don't care, because this is what I'm going to say. If the riots bothered you. And you spoke out about black people rioting, which is not just all black people. You can clearly see. Hold on. Yeah, I don't think anybody's saying it. It's all black people rioting. I mean, well, if the riots bother you, and you are upset enough and pissed off enough, and spoke out about the riots, then shame on you. Because where were you when people, when black people were losing their lives, and that was okay with you? That didn't bother you at all. You didn't go to your social media. You didn't become a keyboard warrior. You didn't say anything about all these black people being murdered or being killed unarmed by the police. That didn't bother you at all. 
But when people start rioting and businesses who are insured, by the way, start getting burned down, that's your level of disgust. All right, let's let's hold up right there, because you right, before you get on to something else, because you said a lot right there that I, uh, that I, like, I, that I, I got I more to address. go. I know you do, but we gotta let's unpackage it piece by piece. Okay, because you don't want to go down a rabbit hole, and we can't dig our way back out here. Alice in Wonderland, bro. It's a fucked up movie. Um. All right, one point you made, you talked about insurance. Companies are insured. Mm-hmm. I hear this argument a lot. I don't think it holds water. And let me tell you why. Yes, you're right. Business insurance exists mm-hmm. for for these reasons. And there in some cities, uh, you know, one business gets hit. One business is known to be a minority-owned business, a black-owned business. Mm-hmm. Next business isn't. Mm-hmm. The riders knew this. Okay. Mm-hmm. They skipped right over the, the black-owned business. Mm-hmm. Now you could say, oh yeah, uh, you know, business A is insured, <laughs> business C is insured, but guess what? The guy in the middle whose store didn't get hit, the black owned business, mm-hmm. his insurance rates just skyrocketed. Oh, which is probably sure. Uh, you, you, like, there's no, so you can't say, oh, they're insured. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I, no, hold, well, hold on. And in addition to that, these businesses that get hit, employ, well, I didn't, well, I didn't say, I didn't say it didn't. I didn't say it didn't hurt anybody, and I'm not standing on an argument that the mm-hmm. it, that the businesses aren't insured. What I'm saying is, people who are complaining about the riots because of the businesses getting hit, but they were completely quiet as a church mouse when black people were dying at the hands of the police. <clears throat> they didn't say shit, but the businesses is where you finally get up in arms and want to start complaining about shit. I don't want to hear it. That's what I'm saying. So you're so just to summarize what you're saying. You're saying the business owners and these people that the patrons that use these businesses spend money there. It's in their community all of a sudden, and they're bitching about their businesses mm-hmm. in their backyard or whoever or whatever business. I, listen, understand. I'm not a guy that's like, oh, let's go riot and do all this crazy shit, you know, to get back at them. I'm not that guy. What I'm saying is I understand why, though. This country, America, only understands two things. It was built on two things. It was built on money and violence. That's all America understands. You fuck with America's pocketbook, they listen. You punch America in the mouth, they fucking listen. Period. I'll agree with you to a certain extent. Uh, And actually, to elaborate on that a a bit, I heard... Mm -hmm. Good point the other day. Um, and it just escaped me actually. Ah, fuck. See, this is why this is what happens when we don't record every two and a half weeks, dude. You got a tablet, you got to write it down as you go. That's what I do. I write, I do. I, I was taking I notes, it. but this one came on the fly as you were talking to me. So go oh, ahead, keep, keep. I'm sorry, get back up, get back up on your soapbox, bro. So, let you, <clears> you have it. So that's what I'm saying. So if you if you come out to complain about the riots and you didn't say anything about the black people dying, then shame on you. I don't really want to hear your complaints. But there's a lot of people that are doing both. That were that were legitimately in these protests mm-hmm. who are also speaking out against the riots and the yeah. looting because it steals away. I, I don't, it hijacks that message. I don't agree with the riots. I don't I don't think it should be happening. What I'm saying is I understand it though. I understand why. Oh. 
that just reminded me what I was going to say is that right. You want, you said you understood why mm-hmm. it happened mm-hmm. and I can agree with that to a certain extent, because if you're not being listened to, if the protests are being ignored and I mean, how many times have we seen this Baltimore, Kaepernick. In Baltimore it's, for years, Kaepernick, whatever you, you mm-hmm. name, name the event. It's, it's happened, you know, several times a year for the last mm-hmm. decade. If those types of protests just keep getting ignored and nothing changes, right? Mm-hmm. What is left? You, there's not many options you have. I agree. Now, me and you, and I won't talk for you, but I don't, I don't think you would do this. I don't think you would resort to violence. I don't think you would resort to arson. I don't think you would resort no. to burning a business down. No, but or also, house. I haven't been put in a position where I can't provide for my family in these opportunities. And I hate to call them opportunities, but a lot of times, like a lot of those people, that mob mentality takes over and things that you normally wouldn't do, you're doing because you're part of a group. If I'm broke, I have no money, no food on my table, and somebody breaks into a supermarket, and I guess what? You're I would love, to, I would love to, I'm taking the aisle of Doritos. <laughs> I mean, I would love to say, I'm I'm morally above, you know, oh, I would never do that. But I, I haven't been in a position where my back's against the wall and I can't provide for my family. Because guess what? At the end of the day, mm, my family is important. And I need to make sure they're okay. And whatever I got to do is whatever I got to do. And I'm not saying that every rioter out there was in that position, but there were a few people. But you're separating two separate things here. Well, that's why I said that the rioters are broken down in subdivisions. True, right. So you got the rioters that were agitators that are trying to make mm-hmm. a fucking point. Uh-huh. And then you have the opportunists, opportunists who are trying to provide for their families. Well, or, no, you I so I it's it's the, well, it's the agitators criminals versus Yeah, you got the criminals who are just looking for mischief. You have the agitators who are frustrated and that's all they or falling back on they, they they can't go anywhere else and you have the people who are desperate who happen to be a amongst the crowd like shit it just popped up I, I i i gotta take advantage of this i mean some of the craziest shit i've ever seen was on may 30th mm-hmm. that live news coverage offer that was happening all over the country mm-hmm. was some crazy shit yeah um and i just as it was unhappening, what, I was like, this, what, is, this is madness. What specifically? What really got me was the torching of businesses mm-hmm. and police cars. Police cars. Yeah. All right. So the anti-police sentiment. And and I get this actually could go back to, mm-hmm. if we want to take a step back to the actual George Floyd's death. Mm-hmm. Okay. that that That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. What I want to make sure that it doesn't get lost in all this craziness is as horrific as that was. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and as shitty as of an officer that guy is, I don't think he woke up and said, I'm going to kill a black guy today. I don't think he had intent to go and kill a black guy today or that day. Mm-hmm. I think he would have easily done that to a white dude. Well, apparently he had 12... 12- uh, counts against him, and for discipline, disciplinary. Yeah, purposes. and uh, yeah. and if he's, I read the article, cop. 
if I read the article properly, he was involved in a shooting years prior. Mm-hmm. Then he killed like three people in a vehicle accident. Um, did he's you read f- that? Yeah. He's a fucked yeah. up cop. Yeah. He really is. He shouldn't be on the streets. He should but that's, not have but been But that's the police the fault. Because every police officer, and I, I will bet my paycheck on this, every police officer in every precinct and every division and every level of law enforcement, local, federal, state, knows at least one or two police officers who are either terrible at their job or should not be police officers. 100%. And they do not speak up against it. They sit around and they watch shit happen. And that's their fault. And the sad part is they've all said to each other or themselves, that person is going to get themselves killed or somebody else killed. I'll disagree with you on that. I think there are people that have said some stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not up to that person whether the person that they're serving in uniform with mm-hmm. on a daily basis has a job or not. Understood. That's that's completely up to the department and how that department's managed. And each department handles shit differently. You yeah, know, absolutely this right. Is, this is a big problem in America. There's no standardization of policing. The expectations of police officers is impossible, mm-hmm. particularly right now. You, you can't ask a police officer to just be a guardian mm-hmm. and also make split second life and life and death decisions. No, I get that. There get has that. to be a dialogue and it's starting. If, if anything good comes of this, I honestly believe that there's going to be some reform on training standards, maybe some national mm-hmm. standards that are across the board where departments don't have a choice for mm-hmm. certain things. Um, whether it's disciplinary actions or more importantly, in my mind, it's the hiring process. Mm-hmm. Being an effective police officer is probably one of the most difficult jobs that's out there. It's, I would agree it's with very you. high stakes. It's uh, riddled with low volume, very boring, long hours spiked with intense life and death situations you can't expect a human being to act perfectly in all those different scenarios. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I think that pay for police officers is a big problem. I mean, when you're not, when they're only making 50, $60,000 in some of these smaller departments, they're doing the same job that any police officer in New Jersey's doing when they're making $120,000. Right. you follow me? And the, the, pay, the, the pay scale is just wildly different. And you're not going to get top tier candidates for jobs pay between forty and sixty thousand dollars. I think that's a big problem. You know, you're you're just you're just not going to get it. No, I get that. Um, I completely get that. So I think I think that's a huge problem. But back back to George Floyd though. Mm-hmm. Do you? What's your thought on my comment there? I don't I don't think that guy woke up. And, you know what? I, said, I can say. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he probably woke up that day. So today I'm going to go out and kill a black guy. Or, or it just goes to he show. He was even inherently racist. I mean, no. Well, I don't, I don't know that. I can't you, say either you way. Don't know it. That's the. I question. don't know That's that. The so I won't, I won't make that decision. Yeah. What I'm saying is he was willfully ignorant of the fact. Of course. Of his jobs, he was willfully ignorant of his training, and he did not care, because I don't know if people notice or not, but there's a thing that are that's taught in police academies and you can look it up if you want 
It's called positional asphyxia. So once a suspect is handcuffed with their hands behind their back, if they're laid down face down with their chest on the ground, it causes breathing problems for some people, not all, but for some. So just leaving people. Yeah. Heavier people. So just leaving a person like that, they can suffocate under their own power. So this gentleman, this officer had George Floyd handcuffed down on the ground face down and had his knee in his neck. So if nothing else should have kicked in, the training of positional fixture should have kicked in. And if, and he was handcuffed. There was no reason for your knee to be in his neck. It's no excuse. That is not taught in the police academy as a tactic no. of control. Now, I give you, fuck it, full disclosure. If George Floyd was fighting those three cops... He wasn't handcuffed, and that's all that officer had at that time was to put his knee right there to try to control him. Then this is a completely different exactly. topic. He was in custody. He was handcuffed. He wasn't fighting. He was in custody. He wasn't struggling. No. There's no excuse for it. And I don't think we're no. we're in disagreement. I don't think anybody can watch that video, honestly, and disagree with it. No, case. but there are people who say, oh, look at George Floyd. He was a career criminal. This is what he did. He was high on meth. He was this. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. He was under control. He was arrested and he was murdered. And it's sad. It, it was it's disturbing. It really honestly disturbing to my core. Yeah. Uh, and like it's, I said, and I've it's seen when, horrific shit. That, that, and it's, and it's when up fucked up police like that do something that bad or do something bad like that, that when a good officer makes a mistake, a, a flat out, he fucked up, makes a mistake. He gets no leeway because this shit's been happening for so long. So right. now what good faith you probably had from the community is gone because of this shit bag. It only takes one. Yeah. But you have to realize. And, it, and You're right. You're right. It only takes one. But apparently in this country, if you're black, it takes a lot more than one because this isn't one. This is one of many. But again, I think we're, we're separating the issue here. You, you just agree with me. That I don't, I don't know if this particular situation was based on race. No, it doesn't. Now, it doesn't. At, at some point, you have now, to say. On. Let me just because there's plenty of white people that get shot by officers too. Not as many as black people, and a white experience. And I'm glad you brought that up. But the but, white experience from police officers are completely different than the black experience from police officers. And that's something I can't comment on. I and I'm, I've never perfect, experienced it. Perfect example. You know I mean? Perfect know. example. Look at the peaceful I'm protest. I've been with you long enough to know. <laughs> <laughs> but look, look, look at the peaceful I've been protest. with you long enough to know. Look at the peaceful protest that's been going on. How are they ending? The protest, not the riots. They're being shot with tear gas. They're being shot with rubber bullets for violating curfew and all those other shit like that. They disperse the crowds. That's how the police are handling them. But look back to about a month ago when those people in Michigan wanted to fucking... Why protest. Are you, why are you yelling at me? I'm 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 not yelling. I'm just I'm I'm getting fired up. So look back at All right. Michigan. A couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, when those when the white people were protesting the COVID closure, what did they do? They grabbed their AR fifteens, they grabbed their AK forty sevens, they grabbed their handguns, and they marched to the Capitol steps, fully armed, shouting and yelling, acting a goddamn fool. And what did the police do to them? Absolutely fucking nothing. 
They walked up to him, had a conversation with him. Unarmed protest, peaceful protest that the black people have been doing. They've been getting shot with rubber bullets and tear gas. What do you think those white people would have did if the cops would have started shooting them with tear gas and rubber bullets? Hold on. Let's not mistake either. There's plenty of white people in these George Floyd protests. Yeah, absolutely right. But it's a a black issue. They're not understood. And I'm not not taking away from that. But where I will draw the line with your argument is that there was no looting. There was no rioting. There was Wait, 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 wait. I'm glad. Because during the protests, mm-hmm. there was no looting. There was no rioting. During the riots, there were riots. There was, there's been Understood. peaceful protests separate from the riots. No, no. I, I know what you're saying. The peaceful protests that got broken up by the tear gas and the rubber bullets did happen after the initial spark of the violent riots and the fires and all that, but, and but there was uh, curfews, but, but, and there was curfews in the place. Curfews were set, right? Curfews were set, mm-hmm. and that's what—that's how they used to break up. But these they still shot gatherings. the peaceful riots. If you would have let the people people stay there and, and and protest peacefully, guess where they are? Protesting peacefully, not rioting in the streets. What about the agitators that are hiding within the peaceful protest, just waiting for the opportunity? Because yeah, absolutely. That, that's right. a real thing. Yeah, absolutely. That is a real thing. And again, if you let the peaceful protesters stay there and protest peacefully, they're not rioting in the streets. So the agitators that are hiding amongst the peaceful protesters have no choice but to stay at the peaceful protest, peaceful protest, and protest peacefully with everybody else. When you start shooting people with rubber bullets and tear gas and make them disperse, then what you do is effectively creating chaos. And from that chaos, dumb shit is born. Hold on, I got it. My ears bleeding. Yeah, well, got, you got big fucking got ears. <laughs> <laughs> so from that, from from for you break up those groups, how do people you ever see so so on the news? When you see the peaceful protests and you yeah. see the cops fire the tear gas and the rubber bullets, do you do you, let me know which group do you see? Do you see people saying, oh, no, guys, look, the cops are firing tear gas and rubber bullets. Time to pack up our shit. Let's walk home. They turn around and walk away peacefully. Or do you see people saying, oh, shit, panic, and they start to scatter? Well, you see the scattering. You see the scatter. Now, so, what I will I will add. To your scenario is there's a couple things going on that happened on the ground mm-hmm. that we may not be privy to, which is right? uh, obviously there could have been there could have been known threats. Very well, could have been there could have been stuff on the peripheral. So that, that so, wasn't captured on, by news cameras, mm-hmm. where violent actions were being taken against police officers, and the call by the department at that point in time, mm-hmm. instead of letting it continue, but we, but we also is to, is, is to control it. And mm-hmm. disperse. You're right, but we also don't know if that happened. True. I mean, I don't know if. But what we do know. On- but what we do know is a group of white people went to the state capitol, armed to the fucking teeth, and nothing happened to them. True, but my point still stands. There was no violence previous or related to that particular protest. So, 
that there happens was no all violence. The time. And, <clears throat> no, I, I get that. I get what you're saying. So you're saying that protest in Michigan, although people brought their guns. Again, it happens all the time. Out in the open. People, no, no. Yeah. Black people don't do that. Black people do not do that. I'm not, that happens all the time with white people where they where they I'm say we're pro- tired of this shit. Protests. We'll bring our fucking guns in case shit gets crazy because we're ready to fucking go. And then they go and do whatever they need to do. That doesn't happen with black people. So you're going to, not you specifically, but this, to say You that, can say it, it's me. <laughs> so to say that, oh, we shot up a peaceful protest and broke it up because of the night before it was riots. That's bullshit. Let people protest peacefully. What's their right? You want to set a curfew, set a curfew. But let these people protest. Let them fucking be. Don't shoot them with tear gas. Don't shoot them with rubber bullets when they're not doing anything that make you to do that. Not, none of their I behavior agree. is warranted that. I agree. Let me ask you. I agree with you. Hold on. Hold on. I agree. I agree with you. But again, I will say you really don't know what the truth on the ground was. We don't. And what those officers we don't. were dealing with. You're absolutely right. Okay. And I'm not going to pretend that I do. Okay. But if... So you those, can't say it was the wrong call. I'm not saying it's the wrong call. I'm just saying it's... It's not being treated as fair as the white protest. Because if I, I guarantee you this, if they went to Michigan, when they went to, when they in Michigan, when they went to that protest with their their guns, if they would have rioted that day and then came back the next day, armed to the fucking teeth like they did, they wouldn't have fired tear gas into a, or a fucking rubber bullets onto a crowd of armed people. Tell me they would have. Who? Oh. I don't black know about people, that. Black issues and white people. I don't people, know about that. Well, I'm, I'm going to make this statement. Mm-hmm. Black people and white people are policed completely different. Black communities, white communities are policed completely different. Completely different. I think if the same level of riots were associated with that crowd that you're talking about up in Michigan, okay, that same level of violence, riots, arsons, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then they showed up at the state capitol, armed to the teeth. I think National Guard absolutely would step National into that. Guard wouldn't, National Guard wouldn't have had time to get in there. If they just showed up the very next day. The police. Those, those peaceful protesters showed up the very next day. The police wouldn't have even, I don't think they would have had firepower to deal with that kind of an uprising. They probably would uprising. They probably would have. So, I mean, we're talking. About, that's a that's extreme. I mean, we're that's not you extreme. Ha- you have it's not extreme because it happened. So it's not extreme. No, no, no. It didn't. Your scenario didn't actually happen. You were saying. Oh, you said oh, if if they would if they would arrive yeah. prior to showed up with yeah, the cap- yeah, gotcha. I mean, that, gotcha. that's a legit. It's a, basically a coup. <laughs> I mean, they're trying to take over the fucking the governor's mansion, bro. Bro, like, what did you think they was doing? They showed up to. They were. You let a black, a bunch of black were, people show up with fucking guns to and and the numbers that they were in Michigan's to the state house anywhere. It's going to be a. You will have fucking gun reform by the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> no more rifles. Fucking NRA is like, hey, hey, I get it. We got to shut this shit down. Shut it down. The, these are. The American people are a little lost. They they lost sight of what's important. Let a group let a group of black people do that shit. Uh, ammo is now illegal. Nobody can buy shit. Lock it down. Yeah, that's how it go. 
Like, man, fuck that. I don't know. And can we really say that there wasn't any black people in that in that crowd? I don't think we can say that. You know, I always preface that we can never speak in absolutes because you're just an idiot if you ever speak in absolutes. But we can speak in majorities, and I'm pretty sure the majority of that crowd was white. I there's probably one black guy that the news always happens to find. I love that guy. It's just one. Black guy that just always happens to be around. I love that guy. What are you doing, Donald? Get the fuck out of there. It's so true, though. They always go to that one guy. There's always one. And then the news always focuses on it. And then Fox always wants wants an interview. So, Jamal, what do you think? Well, I think. This is great. <laughs> this is fucking great. I'm an American. Woo! And you're sitting there like, you fucking idiot. But that's his right. But, you know, let people speak their thing. But the reason I'm so passionate about this and the reason it, it bothers me so. You're you're passionate about this? I, I, might, I might show uh-huh. a little bit of emotion during this topic. Because I'm, I'm a father. I'm a son. Right? I'm a brother. I'm an uncle, I'm a nephew, I'm a friend. But before I'm any of those things, I am a black man. So I deal black with a guy. lot of... Oh, black, black guy. guy. Ask a black I'm a black man. Black guy. So I deal with a lot of this shit all the time. A friend of mine wrote a post on Facebook the other day. He's like, how old were you the first time cops ever pointed guns at you? I was 21. I had four cops point a gun at me and they weren't in uniform. They were dressed as regular street people, undercovers. I thought I was going to get, I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to be murdered. I thought I was going to get robbed. That's what, that was my honest opinion. And then when they identified themselves as police officers, I was fucking livid. What'd you do? I yelled. I was upset. I made such an argument that they just fucking stopped. They were, they were trying to search my car and everything. And they gave me the whole, you fit the description. Give me that bullshit. Like, I was so mad. And my cousin, who was inside the store, I was waiting for him to see me. He didn't see me the entire time. Like, they blocked my car in. And they started staring at me. And then they, I'm like, fuck. And now I'm thinking I'm going to get robbed. Because it was just an unmarked car. And then they get out and then they all start pointing guns at me. And I'm like, fuck, here I go. I'm done. I have nothing. And I swear to God. If I'd have had a gun that day, I would have shot them. I had no idea they were police officers. I would have shot them. I would have tried to defend myself. Black people, black communities are police completely different than white communities. I agree this with is that. what it is. Yeah. It's fucked up. So. <sighs> take a breath. It's frustrating. You want to take a break? No. It's frustrating. Make yourself a drink. Relax. I, I need a drink. No, but it's frustrating. But it is what it is. So hopefully we can fix it. Well, I don't see how with all this mayhem something doesn't change. You know what I mean? Something's going to come of it. But what's I, crazy is you see these protests and you see all these videos. I mean, you see, you see the protests, you see people complaining, but you still see Videos of cops still doing dumb shit. You are on the world stage right now. 
yeah, you're but, still doing dumb shit. Yeah, but hold on. You you even said it earlier on the show. There's one, two cops. I know. In I know. every department, every shift. Those are the only ones that are going to get the attention, bro. You're right. And that's the issue. There, For every one of those bad cops, there's how many other great cops there that are do a lot. really great things. You're absolutely right. There are a lot. That go out and they do the right thing in the communities that they police. They mm-hmm. establish relationships. They establish that trust. And they are guardians mm-hmm. of those communities. You're absolutely right. And they do the right thing. You know, and they just don't, they're just not going to get the attention. It's a thankless job. It oh, really is, dude. I agree. It's, it's, it's got to be one of the toughest things to execute properly. And then to do it over a course of a 25-year career and keep up with that level of professionalism in the face of the horrific shit mm-hmm. that most officers encounter throughout their career. You can't tell me that a human being and and the brain can properly digest some of the stuff that they see. I mean, no, you walk you walk into a, a room and you see a guy's head blown off his shoulders mm-hmm. as he just killed himself. You rescue a a drowned child from a river, mm-hmm. and then you got to go make a death notification to parents. You know, you, you see horrific shootings. People shot 15, 16 times, still alive. Mm-hmm. Then you got to rush them to the hospital. I mean, these are horrible things. These are true stories. No, I, I get it. And and every officer's got many of them. I'm pretty sure they do. And I think there needs to be some focus on how that affects the psyche of a human being and why police officers can be so crusty and disassociated and can appear to be very disgruntled but when you're in the face how else can you live how else can you no i mean i get that existence i get that but that's a that's a completely separate issue from well it isn't it isn't you know i i think it plays into the narrative a bit i mean it's you're expecting impossible expectations or setting impossible expectations for officers and i just i I don't think your average officer has the bandwidth or the capability to do that it's it's a lot it is a lot and i'm not denying it i'm not the uh, cops see some ugly shit out there and that fucks with you i get that i do and and for the good officers job well done but for the bad ones there's no room for them unacceptable and it's up to the good officers to handle that. But if they don't, they, the most they can do is speak up about it, right? They it's up for the good officers to handle it. However it gets handled, it's up for the good officers to handle it. And that goes from the field to the supervisor. Because there's some shitty supervisors too. Of course. Yeah, But it's up for the good officers to handle it. The problem with... Policing as a profession is that the stakes are so fucking high. It's Agreed. life and death all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could look at a simple fight on the ground that in a bar wouldn't be a big deal. But when you got a gun on your hip, mm-hmm. 
and you get knocked the fuck out, that gun's free play, man. There's nothing stopping from like from from whoever just knocked you out, grabbing a gun, shooting you right in the fucking face. Understood. You know? And I, I think those are the details that most people can't grasp. And I think it gets just lost. Just because people don't I have the training. They don't have the training. Of course. And they don't have the knowledge behind it. But but it's also never talked about. Yeah. That, and I don't know whose fault that is. Maybe maybe police need to do more outreach. Be more well, open about the training. The problem is everybody has their preconceived notions. And I understand it from the police side um, because there's a lot of shit you deal with. And then I understand it from the civilian side too because there's a lot of shit that they got to deal with. But nobody talks. Nobody talks. Police thinks, no, fuck it. I'm right. It is what it is. I don't have to listen. Civilians think, no, you're wrong. I need you to listen to me. But their cops aren't listening. You know what I mean? And civil- and then you get the civilians who are fucking... Well, and you get more entrenched. That's the yeah, problem. And, and then you get the civilians that are fucking fly-by-night attorneys that right. know the fucking law. And it's like... Yeah, but what happens is you, you listen to your echo chamber... Right, you're in that all mm-hmm. the time, and you get surrounded by that, and then you just get more entrenched in your view. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. No, you know, and if there's no exposure to the other side of the story, hmm. or you don't allow yourself, which is probably the bigger problem, because you can get any information out there you want, but well, people live in their bubbles, man, and when they don't want to expose themselves to anything else, all you hear is the same shit over and over and over again. If somebody else opposes that, you're the fucking devil. Right. And that's the divisiveness that's happening right now. You know, on a large scale. No. But what do you it. think about the, uh, some of the departments that have kneeled and in front of these protesters? So that's, that's, I'm not against it. Because that saying, I hear you, I understand with you. You don't have to agree. Like, you don't have to agree with their protesters. But hear what they're saying. Because if you don't even listen to them, nothing's ever going to get done. You know, I've seen articles where uh, one police captain or something like that kneeled in front of the protesters. And then, like, the next day he came out and said, I regret kneeling. It was the worst thing ever. And police officers got mad and resigned. What are you mad about? They're, they're asking you for an olive branch to take a knee with me and recognize why we're protesting. It, is that what it is? Or is it, and I think it could be perceived this way, is it more of you will bow before me or I will tear your city down? I think that's the other side of that coin and why how is it's it, perceived. Why is, it, why is it you will bow before me? Because... The protesters are kneeling also. They're kneeling no. with them. No. A lot of them did not kneel. They were standing while the officers well, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen videos of officers and protesters kneeling. Okay. And if somebody gets the idea that it's... separate it's, than what I saw. All right. I'm sure there's well, different if you, versions if you of get it. The, well, the, the, the thing that taking the knee goes back to when Colin, it was, uh, Colin Kaepernick was trying to protest peacefully he took a knee in solidarity the knee is nothing but a show of solidarity that i hear you and i'm with you you're you're talking about injustice you're talking about the crimes that are happening against black people in this country 
That's what it was. Can I say something about Kaepernick? Go. Because I just saw a news uh, piece on him today that Roger Goodell is trying to force teams to hire him. What what did you say if he was good enough? Hold on. Wouldn't you say if he was good enough, he'd be on a fucking team? Kaepernick fucking I would say he was good enough, he'd be on the team. So, so he sucks. No, he does not. You mean to tell me Blaine fucking Gabbard is better than Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, yeah. Well, get the f- you, 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 <laughs> dude, murder a man, <laughs> <laughs> and he's allegedly. On he was he, he was he didn't murder that guy. He, you're gonna get sued. He didn't murder that guy. He <laughs> was. Just they said he was involved. <laughs> but no, uh, no. A lot of these backup quarterbacks were terrible. Colin Kaepernick was not that bad. Colin Kaepernick was black. If he was good, there no, is no, no way. No, 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 there no. There is no, no way. No, no, an no, NFL team no. would not pick him up. No, that's wrong. You got to understand the culture that's ran by the owners of the NFL. The fucking owners of the Redskins were saying. That's our name. We're not fucking changing it. We don't care how racist this is. You can have a team in 1914 called the Little Nigglets. And then you think they're going to change his name? It'll be no difference. They don't care. Colin Kaepernick was blackballed and shut out. There are quarterbacks that are worse than Colin Kaepernick that are on NFL rosters. Did you say the Little Nigglets? Yeah. There's that's no a, difference than saying the Washington Redskins. That's a real Oh, that's team? real. No, it's not a team. That's a that's a term, derogatory term. I'm trying to get you to understand how derogatory oh, I Redskins you, I thought you said there was a team, like back in the day. No, I'm saying if it was a team, name that. That's how that's exactly how um You think you think Native Americans feel that that strongly about the Redskins? You got them right they do. As as you, like as, you, as well you call, would you might as well call it the Eagles the fucking Philadelphia Darkies. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Redskins. Darkies. Redskins. Darkies. I like I, do I gotta keep saying it? Redskins. Darkies. Redskins, darkies. Redskins, Indians or Native Americans, mm. darkies, black people. See what I'm saying? See where it's going? The exact same fucking thing. Hmm. Or you get the fucking... I'm not... Oh, you get what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. You see, you see what I'm saying now? Like, at first, you might not think I'm about just being it because... A oh, yeah, well... <laughs> let's just... No. I thought you knew me by now. <laughs> I just like to set you off. Uh, I just went on the whole tangent. <laughs> you're a fucking just, dick. I just let it roll. Uh, but yeah, no, Colin Kaepernick definitely was blackballed. So it is what it is. And all right, but back back to the whole the kneeling thing. When um, black people try I, to do it peacefully, this country told you shut the fuck up. We don't want to see it. We don't want to hear it. Don't do it here. Don't protest here. Go protest somewhere else where we can't see it. They didn't. That's what they wanted. And years and years of black people peacefully protesting led to nothing and now frustration kicks in and now you have the riots if you were to listen to that man or at least let him speak you know and address the issues five years ago 
or four years ago, whenever he started, we probably wouldn't be here now. But it took America to get punched in the mouth by sacking their businesses and riding through the goddamn streets for people to wake up and say, holy shit, I think we have a problem. And that's sad. Hmm. But the crazy thing is, the shit that they're protesting now, it's the same shit that Dr. King and Malcolm X and them was protesting in the 40s, 50s, 60s. The same shit. Why are we still here? Well, here's the thing. I actually have a very good thought on this. And I heard this was a... I'm trying to remember where I heard this. I think it might have been another podcast I was listening to. But the gentleman talking, and I wish I could remember his name, made a very good point. You hear a lot right now, people say that we're worse than ever with racial divide in America, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and how we approach race, talk about it, react to it. I don't, I don't think that's true at all, first of all. I mean, I mean, in the 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s. No, no. People, people I, in the I, South, I mean, they were still hanging black people from the trees. Like, yeah. you cannot and say you know why. you're at point and you know A why. or point B. And so you let, know what? Can I finish? Let me finish my thought. Go. So I don't, I don't want to lose it. If you say that now is worse than then mm-hmm. or just as bad as then, mm-hmm. first of all, it's just not true. You can't. No, debate I disagree. Me. You can't debate. I me. disagree. You cannot debate. I me will. Right, but I will. All right. And well, I'll give you, you an opportunity. Me, I'll tell you. I'll give you an opportunity, but I don't see where how you can. But I, that's why I'm going to let you know. But it's a it's a slap in the face to Martin Luther King, the civil rights mm-hmm. movement in general. Mm-hmm. You're taking away everything they fought for, mm-hmm. and all that progress they made if you say right now that it's worse than it was before then well listen up are you listening and i just want you to before you you go down this road Uh, are you listening just before you go down this road Uh uh-huh could you at least accept that that there that that is a slap in the face no to that movement and i'm gonna tell you what i'll I'll tell you what a slap in the face is you ready for this i want you to listen to this first race relations are worse now than they were when Martin Luther King was around. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when Martin Luther King was coming up, what did you have? You have the opinion and the personality of the submissive Negro. The yes master. Oh, the white man is great. Don't fight back. Don't don't raise arms. We're going to peacefully march. When they peacefully marched, you know what they did? They sick dogs and fucking fire hoses on them. They didn't fight back. So America kept doing whatever the fuck they wanted to do to these people. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, it's worse now than it is back then because this new generation of black people, they're not putting up with this shit. You keep fucking with us, we're going to punch you in the fucking mouth. You're not going to get the same peaceful, I'm walking down the goddamn street, you can sick your fucking dog on me, you can sick your firearms on me, your fire hoses on me. And, no, no. Mm-hmm. No, we're not getting that. You're not getting that. You gotta understand. You gotta understand the mentality of black people back in the 40s and 50s and the 30s when they were getting lynched. If you, oh God, people, we have to do our history in this country. Take, take a breath, bro. You if gotta, you do not know, 
Come on. Back in the day during slavery, white slave owners would try to control their slaves. Right? So what did they do? They went and hired a, a white dude called Willie Lynch. I don't know if anybody knows the Willie Lynch syndrome. This dude wrote a book on how to control slaves. Right? So they brought him over to the United States. Willie Lynch says, hey, you know, you guys need to control your slaves. I know exactly how you do it. This is what you do, right? He created a, a process called buck breaking, right? And what this was is you gather all your slaves together, right? And you take the biggest, he, he, te- he tells you what you need to do is instill fear into the slaves. He said, watch the, the male black slave because he is big and he is strong and he has hurt you. He will hurt you. In order to break them down, you have to instill a system of fear in the minds of the slaves. So what he did was he 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 showed up. He got all the slaves masters around. He told them, you gather all your slaves around and you find the biggest, strongest black slave you could find. You beat the shit out of them. You tie him down and you rape him in front of everybody. Right. And you break his fucking soul. And from that rape, you rape him, rape him, have anal sex with him in front of everybody. This is what the master is supposed to. This is the Willie Lynch system. This is what he taught the white slave owners. And he said, from that, the mothers will see what just happened to that man, to the biggest, strongest slave on the fucking plantation. And when they raise their children, they will tell their children Fear the white man because what happened to him can happen to you. And those kids will grow up 30, 40 years old, 6'5, 260, fucking jacked, afraid of a 5'4, 113 pound white man because of what's been instilled in them over 30, 40 years the fear of the white man by their mother. Those kids then instilled that fear into their children that then instilled that fear into their children and it goes and it goes Mm -hmm. and it goes it's a generational effect it's called buck breaking he wrote a whole book on it i implore anybody go look at the book go read it this is the shit that happens so these traits these things have been passed down from generation to generation to generation so in the 30s and 40s there were still people who was afraid of white people they wouldn't look at them they would, you would walk past a white man, even when you were free. You wouldn't look him in his eyes. You got to look down to the ground and walk past a white guy. They killed Emmett Till for allegedly whistling at a white lady. When she came out and said it was, it was wrong. She, she lied. Yeah, but, so how are we as bad now as we are then, dude? We're That's bad now because the, we're, we're bad now because the problem still exists. But the other thing is Black people aren't putting their fucking heads down no more and just walking around like, oh, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. What their problem fucking- exists, still exists? Just just, just because we, because there is progress so, that was made. And, so, hold on, hold on. And, and it's very tangible, right? Oh, I'm not, I won't deny the progress. I won't deny the progress. I mean, think about it. I mean, think about all the opportunities that black people have that, ne- that they that, never listen, dreamed of. Yeah, the, the opportunities that black people have that hadn't been enacted by a vote of fucking Congress because white people wouldn't do it. Everything that right. black people had had to be put in the law for us just to get an equal footing. Agreed. You remove those laws and what? 
What do you think is going to happen when you take those laws out? Why are we taking the laws out? Why are we? Nobody's taking any laws out. Because this isn't. So you asked me if we're better than we are before. We are. No, we're not. We're still the same. We still got the same problems. We still have the exact same. We still have the exact same problems. The the only thing that's different is now a lot of people aren't so fucking brazen about it until this recent election. Now you start to see it creep back up a little bit. A lot of people aren't so openly as brazen about it. They try to keep it in the closet like, oh, oh no, we don't really want to. And you catch them on tape. You catch them in emails saying shit. So, yeah, we still have the same problem. It's yeah, still bad. My argument there is just that kind of racism that still exists. Like, like you were saying, you catch people writing something in an email or this or that. That can be just chalked up. It's a guy being an asshole. Racism never, is racism. Ne- There's no never, levels of racism. You're never going to get rid of assholes. There's always going to be some asshole that's going to hate a black dude. I don't care how equal everybody is in the eyes of the law or in culture or society. You're always going to have an outlying asshole who hates right, who hates gays, who hates black people. You can't lump that in because okay. this the same I you could say that the same thing about black people. There's an asshole black dude out there who hates that. white people. I'm not denying that. So but we're talking about racist people, but we're and talk- racism. Yeah, but but we're talking about it in generalities. Mm-hmm. I don't want to focus on the asshole mm-hmm. that's ruining it for everybody else. Mm-hmm. You follow? No, me? I get it. But I don't. I'm not talking about asshole specific. I'm specifically talking about racist people, like racist people. I, but my argument is, and. Is that I don't think that the racism today in white people mm-hmm. is as systemic as it was in the forties. It's we have still come systemic. A long, we have come a no. long way, bro. No, no, no. What, what we have done has gotten better at masking it. So it seems like it's not as bad. I disagree. Perfect, I think, perfect dude, example. On. We perfect are the most example. tolerant. We are the. We most, are not the most on. tolerant. We are. The most tolerant generation. The people coming, young right. kids coming up right. behind us that. right now. Mm-hmm. Are there is no doubt? You're right. We are. We are. We are. They are the most tolerant. The most tolerant generation, generation. And the young kids coming up are the most tolerant generation. Mm-hmm. But these, this generation is not the generation in charge. Well, you got to give that time. So that's what I'm saying. We're no longer because you know who you know who's in you know who's in power right now. Old white dudes. Old white dudes. <laughs> Fifty. To 80 years old, right? Right. What was the time 80 years ago? Subtract 80 years from 19, from, from subtract 80 years from 2020. Mm-hmm. What do you get? 80 years from 2020? Yeah. 1960. 1960. Hmm. Well, 1940. No. Sorry. 1940. I'm good at math. 1940. What were the race relations in 1940s? They're terrible. They were terrible. Subtract 10 years, 1950. So now we're talking about 70 years old. What was the race relations in the 1950s? They're still terrible. Terrible. So track another 10 years. So now we're talking about people who are 60, still loosened in the, in the mind, still got their mindset. What was the race relationship in 1960s? I'd say it was progressing. It was getting to a point where you thought it was getting progressive. Progressing. No, it wasn't. Because now you start to see the cops come into the L.A., uh, neighborhoods start beating the shit out of black people. Now they got a foreign Black Panther. Now the gangs are forming. 
This this shit has been happening generation after generation after generation. Nothing's changed. The only thing that's changed is that America has gotten better at disguising what it looks like to give you the idea of, oh, it is getting great. Who was it? Who was that? Was it Mitch McConnell the other day that said, uh, oh, white people have paid for slavery by electing Barack Obama's president? Did you see that? I didn't. I didn't see that. Who says that? That guy. <laughs> We're not better. We're just better at hiding it. I know you're. I see your point. I know what you're saying. We're just better at hiding it. I still don't know if I entirely buy into that. There's which is, no which way. Which is fine. There's no way you could say that the level of racism still exists deep inside people. There is, and, and I'm gonna show you how. Asking it. There, there is, and I'm gonna show you how. That we have, or we had pre-civil rights movement. Do you want one good example? No, I, I need a million fucking good examples. I can give I you. Said, I can give you. I just said. I can give you one good master category that will give you a million sub-category examples. As long as you promise not to yell at me. I don't know. I'm just. I get so. You're just beaten down. I get so animated. It's you're frustrating me out. <laughs> Look at the prison system. Okay. Look at our legal judicial system. Mm-hmm. Would you agree that black people are incarcerated? At a larger number, serving larger, longer terms and harsher crimes for the same crimes of white people. I mean, I guess on its face, yeah, you could. I, I would probably so, say, but honestly, so I so, don't have any statistics, so, which is up. fine. We can we can go pull up numbers. That's systemic racism. So if you ever know anything about the black community, right? Let's look. At, let's look at the eighties. You're let, you're look, saying right. You're saying that there's a systemic racism. That's one example. That's one example. That's one example. But you, but you made that point. I'm talking about get, get rid of the system. No, I can't because I got to talk about it as a whole. I can't get rid of it. I can put it to the side for now. But you're lumping me. And I didn't lump you at all. Into a, that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't lump you in it. How do I, how do I lump you in it? Well, if there's systemic racism and I'm a white guy. No, no. So you don't know. It's not every white person is a racist. It's the system itself that's built that's 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 put in place to 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 but, hold you hold you back. Right, but there's a narrative, mm-hmm. and and you you did allude to it just then. It may not have been the point you were trying to make. Mm-hmm. Is that we're just better at hiding our racism? No, no, I didn't say. You, I said the country's gotten better at hiding the racism. The country, meaning the system. I mean the government. Has gotten better because who who's in charge of it? The government's in charge of everything. It, it, when when so when slaves got free, right? This is gonna take me into another topic. You got like oh, the man um, Lincoln freed slaves. Every slave was supposed to get forty acres and a mule, forty acres of land that they contended themselves. Then Lincoln got killed. Never happened. Black people never got reparations, right? Never got reparations. There's some crazy conspiracy theories surrounding Abraham Lincoln's death, too. Oh, I haven't heard any I conspiracy mean, theories. I mean, come but, on, dude. An actor gets, oh, well. gets right gets right up to the president and shoots him in the back of the head? Listen, I can't tell you. But, so... We should dive into that. If we want to go into, like, reparations. Yeah. Every black person is supposed to get 40 acres and a mule. So they could start tending their own lands. That never happened. So what did they have to do? 
they had to go back to the plantations because the only skills that they had was being a slave and picking cotton and shit and working on farms. And they go work for the old masters, which is called sharecropping. So they would say, oh, come work for us and we'll give you a pay at the end of the week. So at the end of the week, the black people used to go get their, their pay and the, and, the slave, and the old slave masters would be like, oh, no, we were supposed to give you five dollars, but here's 50 cents. Or actually, you owe us a dollar. You lived on our lands. You ate our food. You worked on our land. So your pay is actually less than what you owe us for allowing you to work on our farm and live on our farm. That's called sharecropping. That happened. That was fucked up. Right? Was so <laughs> to this day, that was black people up. never got reparations. So generation after generations of white families were able to build on, sl- on, uh, on wealth of slavery and owning land and owning property if you weren't a slave owner because you couldn't even own property when you were black. You weren't even considered a person. When they created the Constitution, uh, they said black people was, what, two-thirds of a person. They didn't even consider them a whole person. All men are created equal, except for the Negroes. Y'all not. Y'all two-thirds. You can't even buy property. Right? So now you get this Then you get this topic of reparations because now you got generation to generation of black people struggling They've just been thrown out in the streets with no help after they've been abused for 400 years and people get mad. Oh, I don't want to give black people reparations. They don't deserve reparations. My grandfathers did that, not me. That's the argument, which I get. I completely get. But what we fail to understand is that uh, people always tell us to fucking, you should get over slavery, get over slavery. I would love to hear somebody with enough balls to tell the Jews to get over the fucking Holocaust. Because nobody does it. They tell black people to get over slavery over to, over and over again. And the Jews actually got reparations from Germany. In fact, they got reparations from the United States. They got money. If you want to know how much money got paid out to the Jews for reparations, go to a website called um, JewishVirtualLibrary.org. And it will tell you every country that paid out the Jews and how much they paid them out. Right? And what was it, 1941, Pearl Harbor? The United States rounded up every Japanese fucking citizen, every Japanese person in the United States, and they put them into camps. What was it, internment camps, right? That's what they did. Yep. Uh, two months after Pearl Harbor. Guess what? Japanese got reparations. And two-thirds of those people that they rounded up were American citizens. They don't talk about that. They don't talk about that at all. Uh, I think it was, I think the um, the numbers were, uh, what was it, Japanese American Citizens League, which is basically the Japanese NAACP. Like they fought. And then in, uh, in 1998, Ronald Reagan signed the uh, Civil Disability, not the, the Civil, Civil Liberties Act, which offered an apology and paid each surviving member $20,000. And with um, inflation, it wound up being $40,000. So the plan was um, the uh, paying out like October 1st, it was $500 million going out the first year. The second year was $400 million. After that, the third year was $200 million. Then it was two more years of $100 million of reparations being paid to the Japanese people who were imprisoned falsely because of Pearl Harbor, Right. And they got reparations, and and they weren't they weren't imprisoned as long as black people were slaves. 
But when black people get bring up reparations, everybody's like, oh, that's ridiculous. That happened so long ago. We're not paying reparations. America paid everybody else reparations, except for black people. Do you think time is a factor at all? Or no? No. They just didn't give a fuck. Everything, everything I've seen today have shown me that everything else in this country is more important than black people. Michael Vick went to jail for fighting dogs. That motherfucker lost his career. He went to jail, got out of jail, and people still didn't want him to go back and fucking go back and make millions of dollars because he killed dogs. People yeah, but, were pissed off about that. Yeah, but do you think that had more to do with the dogs than it had to do with him being a black man? It don't man? fucking matter. You put the life of a dog over the life of a fucking black man, you don't say shit about well, black not, people, but people hold on. people complain about dogs? No, 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 no. Hold on. Nobody said that Michael Vick should no, die. No, but this is what I'm saying. This is No, I'm not saying they said he should die. What I'm yeah, saying is there was are. such a... There was such... No, 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 no. What I'm saying is there was such an uproar over Michael Vick killing dogs. But when black people were being murdered by the police, nobody really said shit. People were complaining about businesses <laughs> being fucked up. You're bringing in some wild. No, I, no, it's, this no, is, hold on. But this hold is, on. Hold on. I, again, I think you're mixing racism up here that we're, I don't know if that was necessarily no, a racial it, issue. That, that's what I'm saying. This, so this is, this is what I'm saying. You got to understand it as a whole. There's different parts that shows you the whole picture. You got the prison system, right? You got yeah, everything. But you else. can't break that out. No, it has to be. It has to be. You see, the problem is you have to look at the whole picture, and then you can start sub breaking it down into subdivisions and try to be specific about what you want to talk about. You can do that, but the problem is you have to look at the the picture as a whole. I get it. As a whole, thousand foot view, and we exactly come down. So anyway, as I was saying. Like, like I said, so they would, they would tell black people, get over slavery, but won't tell Jews to get over fucking the Holocaust. You know, even though they got reparations, even though the Japanese people got reparations, even the Native Americans were given the fucking, um, what do you call The shittiest land in America? <laughs> yeah. They were given something, you know? Black people, nothing. What do you want? What, what, what would satisfy? Because argu- so, this is my argument to reparations. Mm-hmm. And I'm, it's not that I'm against it. Mm-hmm. It's just that I don't know if it fixes anything. Oh, it will fix it. It, will, it definitely will fix well, the wealth gap in this country. Well, so this is my question. So, I will, what what number is it? How do you value that? I'm gonna tell you how you value it. This is exactly how you value it, right? And this is not my idea. This is an idea I heard somebody else say. If you want reparations and you want not to piss off as many non-reparation receiving people who, who families weren't slaves. White and, people. Uh, white people. <laughs> and and so here's the thing, too. And this is how important this goes. Where are you from? From Maryland. Where's your family from? Heritage-wise. Oh, I'm Irish and German. Can you trace back your family to your Irish crest or your German crest or whatever, how you do it? Maybe. I don't know. I've never done it. But if you wanted to, there's some kind of trail that will go back to your German heritage or your Irish heritage. I think my Irish side was a pig thief. That's a legitimate story. Okay. That's well, as far whatever. Back as you can I trace it, it back. He was a prisoner. He got shipped here. 
mm-hmm. after he stole a fucking pig. But you can trace it back to that. I think black man. people can't. Once you were brought over in that boat, you don't know what country in Africa you're from, what tribe you were from, what your your great great grandparents did, what they believed. You don't know shit. All you know, my name is my last name is my last name. I almost said it. <laughs> you know what I trace my last name back to? You know what it goes back to? A fucking slave owner. It goes no further than that. That's my it. history. You've done that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll tell you off air who it belongs to. Mm-hmm. Someone here. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Um, so there's a lot that has been stripped from black people, not just financially, culturally, emotionally, spiritually, all that. There's a lot. Generation after generation. You don't think so, some of that's been... Like you guys, and I'm saying you guys, black people. If you have you've reclaimed some of that, and it's not African. I mean, you you because how do you like reclaim you it? Said, I'm just saying you're built. You you've got your own identity now. No, yeah, I yes have, no? We, we have an identity that we had to create because ours was taken from us. Mm-hmm. If somebody says, "Isn't boom. that just as important?" If you, you do, huh? When, when, isn't that just as important to you? What, I'm not arguing this. I'm just, I'm just asking a question. No, it, is it, is, it is. But if I don't know who I was, how can I teach my children who to be? You know, like if you look at this country, every time they show black people, they show pictures of, oh, this was a slave. He's no longer a slave. He fought, and he's free. But guess what we were before we were slaves? Kings, queens, astrologers, doctors, scientists, property owners, businessmen. Scholars, we were intelligent. We had culture that was stripped away. We can't trace that shit back. <laughs> you can't. You got people over in England who are part of the royal family because they can check their fucking bloodline and inheritance all the way back to the beginning. That was stripped from us. Some of these people are African royalty walking around in the fucking country or laying in the fucking gutter because they don't have no idea of who the fuck they used to be. It, that shit's important. That is a building block. That shit was stripped. And here comes the implantation of the slave mentality of you are my slave. I see. No, you I are now you. a free slave. You I are now the son saying. of a free slave. You are now the son of a son of a free slave. Yeah. Like, I get you. I know what you're that's saying. That's what's passed on. I but, think, I, but, and this is me personally, mm-hmm. I don't think about that at all. Like, Why I have no bearing. It has no bear. No, no, no. I'm not talking about. I don't think about the, 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 what you just said. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying my lineage has no bearing on my existence or my human being. The way I exist right now has no bearing. Mine on does. It. You know why? Why? Perfect example. February, mm-hmm. Black History Month. All they teach you about is slaves and adventures of black people and how America couldn't survive without uh, the black contribution. This country was built on the backs of slaves forcefully. So, and it's fucked up that it's pushed until one month. And white people always say, oh, well, you got Black History Month. <laughs> white people did not Motherfucker, say that. <laughs> Black History Month ain't for us. We know our history. Black History Month is for you. You don't get taught black history in your schools. What well, white person ever said that to you? People say it all the time. Like, oh, you guys get Black History Month. That's preposterous. That's not for us. It is preposterous. 
but it happens. <laughs> That's so, crazy. Anyway, back to what I was saying. You want to talk about reparations? This is not my idea. This is what I heard somebody say. You want to give reparations to black people? How about you let you make black people tax free for the next 400 fucking years? That way you ain't got to worry about taking money out of nowhere and giving it to them. Let them earn tax free. Let them buy tax free for the same amount of time slavery was in this fucking country. And then that'll close the wealth equality gap. And I will make shit fucking right as rain and fucking equal. But somebody will complain about that. Even though the black people make up the smallest percentage of the population in this country. So you don't have to fuck. That's not true. Well, I mean, not maybe not the smallest, but a small percent. You're a minority. We're a minority. So the end of the day, don't tax the paychecks. Don't tax the land that they buy for 400 years. Let them catch up. All right. Here. The problem with that is. Mm -hmm. Where do you draw the line? With. Are you taking DNA tests? I don't know. Are I you, mean, if you're born in this country, where I see that going sideways, you don't have the, to go far. Is the fraud that I'm would pretty be sure it will be fraud. associated with that. But there's, there's, I mean, the same amount of fraud in like wasn't politics. It, there's Elizabeth the same Warren. amount of fraud. Whoa, whoa, let me finish. Let me finish. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, there's the same amount of fraud in politics. There's the same amount of fraud in the welfare system. You'll never get away from fraud in any system that you build in this country. So if that's the argument that people want to lean on, bullshit. Because if you want to talk about the fraud there, talk about the fraud everywhere else. And once you get rid of the fraud everywhere else, then you can pinpoint and say, oh, well, we got to worry about the fraud. Well, but is there is there a line that's ever drawn? Well, it's not hard. Uh, you can go back to your mother, your father, their mothers, their fathers. For, uh, slavery 25%. was only... Slavery was only what, a hundred years ago, ish. It wasn't that long ago. No, no, no. I'm saying so. But what are you doing? Twenty five percent blood. Whatever it is, track your lineage. You got, you got to track it. It's not all. You got to do is really go back maybe two, three generations. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is a person who is eight percent. African lineage. Mm, I see what you mean. Do you, do you see what you follow me? Right. I don't know. Maybe maybe you come up with a maybe you come up with a scale. Forty nine percent, fifty percent. If you're over fifty percent, forty four percent. No taxes. If you're yeah, a thirty percent to forty percent range, scale it. There's a people. There are people in this 10%. country that's that far more smarter than I am who can figure that out. A sliding scale. That's a perfect perfect. Perfect uh, uh, um, resolution for that. So, so back to my point. Go for it. Does that actually fix anything? Yes, and I'm gonna tell you why. You don't. You think? I, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, go. You think if if the president tomorrow signed an executive order and said this is what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. You think that all these people would just be like? Fuck it. Sounds great. All right. See you. No more riding. I don't care. I don't care if. Are you ready? If another cop shoots a black guy, I don't care. No, about no, that. no, 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 no. Well, right is right. Wrong is wrong. That's a separate. That's a separate issue. But than when it reparations. happens again, they'll still. They'll. I'm. I'm gonna tell you when it happens again. Mm-hmm. 
Because they'll be better again. prepared for it. Because you know why? Because now they're financially able to be. America only understands two things in this country: violence and money. What are the Jewish community known for? They're known for coming together and having fucking money. And having the power behind the money. Because the money of the of the community gives them the power. And tell me, tell me I'm wrong. The money gives them the power. Money talks. Yeah, but that's a stereotype too. No, no, but it's not. But it's not just for the Jews. That's what. That's one of the things that Jewish people are known for. They're known for coming together as a community. Stereotype. They're known for. Jewish not a bad people, one. I'm not. Oh, I'm, I'm not. Well, let me let me fix it. Jewish people are known for coming together as a community, having the financial backing to get shit done. White people also financial backing to get shit done. The Asian Americans come together as a community, have the financial backing to get shit done. It's about the money. The money gives you power. So yes, that would fix a lot of the shit. The money gives you power. Look at all the rich people who did shit and got off because they had money to get expensive as lawyers. But there's plenty there's plenty of poor white people in this country too. I'm not saying there's not. I'm, I'll never deny that. You know, so I don't... I mean... I'm, just, I'll never deny tough. that they're poor white... I'll never... No, it's not tough. Because guess what? The poor white people weren't slaves for 400 years. The poor white people... But you're, but you're saying... The poor white people weren't discriminated on the color of the skin because they were black. They didn't I had a friend who used to like tell that. me... I had a friend who used to tell me I was Irish. The Irish people were treated like that when they came over. You guys weren't treated like the black people were. Like you might have had some bullshit you had to deal with, and that's fucked up too. But you weren't treated like slaves were. So yeah, there are poor white people, and I get that, and that's fucked up. But they weren't treated like the slaves. They didn't have rights separated from them. They weren't hunted in the street by the KKK. They weren't lynched in the street by the KKK. They didn't have their own town fucking bombed from the Tulsa, Oklahoma race riots. They didn't have that happen to them. These are years and years of fucked up shit. The black people like over and over and over again. And now people are fucking done and they're fucking tired. And this new generation is not like the old generation. They looked down to the ground and walked around. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, a master. No master. No, there's um, you fuck with me. I'll punch you in the fucking mouth. And that's what we're dealing with right now. People are tired of it and they're no longer putting up with it. I guess my, I mean, I accept everything you're saying. I don't think you're far off base there. And, and let I, me preface, I, I it's, guess, not, it's not for you to agree or anyone else listen to me agree. Yeah, but my, I guess, I don't know. My hang up is that I just, don't think culturally mm-hmm. that there's a level of racism that exists in America. Why? Why do you think that? Is that because you haven't experienced it? You haven't seen it? No. Oh, I seen- can go right out my front door I and I can see it because see- I get the looks of my neighbors that stare at me when they see me put my key in my door and unlock my door. 
And I got people who are in the next room that can verify that. I just know that there's a there's a lot of good people out there that, that I'm don't not saying there's like not that. a lot of good people. There's a, there are a lot of good people out there. Just like there's a lot of good cops out there, but there's a lot of bad people who are fucking it up. You're absolutely right. There are a lot of good people out there, and I don't take anything away from them at all. It's just a it's a fucked up version of the world we live in. But it's the version of the world that we live in. And I don't have mm-hmm. the I don't have the luxury of saying it's fucked up. I don't want to deal with it. I can escape it. Stay in my home. It doesn't affect me because it affects me. Like I said, before I'm anything, I'm a black man. You're successful. No, yeah. I'm okay. You see my schools where I grew up? My schools are terrible. They don't give a shit about inner city schools. Inner city is cool for black people, if you don't know. They don't give a shit about black schools. Black kids. <laughs> like, they don't give a fuck. Dude, my my 12th grade class, my geometry class, you know what we did for class? 12th grade. We watched Jerry Springer every day because the teacher didn't want to teach shit. 12th grade. Well, why does that teacher have a job? Because it's the black school district. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about black kids' schools. They don't give a fuck about their education. You know, when I went to college, you know how wildly unprepared I was? Compared to my white my white friends in college, terribly unprepared, terribly, embarrassingly unprepared, and I wasn't an asshole student. I wasn't. You know, yeah. you you want to talk about you want to talk about the disparities in schools? Let me ask you a question: When you were in elementary school, what did your textbooks okay. look like? What do my textbooks look mm-hmm. like? Mm-hmm. Did you do anything special to your textbooks? We had to wrap them in brown paper. Oh, we did the same thing. Oh, I was going to talk shit on that. <laughs> <laughs> I wrapped them in brown paper. <laughs> we did the same thing. We had to you wrap fucking dick. <laughs> Dude, I grew up, listen, it was a poor, poor existence. Where, where were you? Oh, yeah. Well, Idaho. I mean, I wasn't fucking was Idaho. Strong. It might as well have been though. I went. I went to school I was, with some listen, hope. I was gonna. I was gonna talk so much shit about wrapping my textbook with the fucking the brown worst. paper bag. I remember hating doing it when I was a kid. It was the fucking worst thing. But then when you get it all wrapped up, draw cool shit on it. Yeah, so. and you write your little name on it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where I was going. So you knocked that out. Well, thank you. Aced it. I be 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 minus it, bitch. <laughs> But yeah, man, it's fucked up. Listen, man, and I'm we, tired. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of you shouting in my ear right now. I'm sorry. I'm very passionate this episode. A lot See, of people aren't going to like it. You know I love you. I love you too, man. And uh, I will make one last point. Go. Um, You see all the white people out at these protests mm-hmm. holding the signs, the Black Lives Matter uh-huh. signs. Um, right. I've even seen some apologizing for being white. Mm. No, just, that's ridiculous. It, it, that's just taking it too it's, far. It's it's absurd. But this is my point. I think those could potentially be some of the racist motherfuckers. They very well could be. And I'll tell you, my my thought there is, I am not. I would never be 
or think twice about holding a sign up and going out to a protest that says Black Lives Matter. That would actually make me, f- not that it makes me feel uncomfortable holding the sign, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't want people, like, I wouldn't want black people thinking like I'm just hopping on and like I'm kissing your ass or I don't want you to beat mm-hmm. me up. Right? Huh. Like These are the thoughts that I think those people have. I think those are the same people that you're talking about when you're trying to put your key in your door out here mm-hmm. and give you a, and give you a sideways look. Mm-hmm. Those are the same people out there holding those signs. I think they have extreme. I think they have extreme guilt, mm-hmm. extreme guilt about having those thoughts in their head. I don't think they want them in their head. Um, I think they feel bad about them. And mm-hmm. you know when they when they see you walking down the street, that old lady holding the sign outside says "Black Lives Matter" is mm-hmm. the same one that's crossing the street. It was very when well. It's just, when it's just you and her walking, and that and that and being that, said. And, and that is the is the weirdness and where this gets very gray in some of these protests. And I and I and I think there's some extreme guilt that these people are carrying. Which very well could be. Y- you know, and I, I would and, feel very awkward doing that. And that's and, a and that's a duality. That's a that's the reality of duality. And I'm glad you brought that up because this kind of brings it back to when we were talking about how the cops and how there are good cops. I think it's very hard today to be a police officer, hands down. But what's, hard, what's harder? But what's harder to being a police officer is being a black police officer, because now you 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 Agreed. stand you stand on that line where you see where the police are coming from and you see where the public is coming Dude, from. Did you see the white lady yelling at the, the black cop? The black cop racist. Yeah, and the fucked the up fuck? part is the p- fucked up part is because if you're a black cop. A lot of times you get called the Uncle Tom from your own people. That's the worst. And if that and if you're a black worst, cop, right? yeah. And then if you're a black cop, you get looks from people in your own department from white people like, "Oh yeah, you can't support Black Lives Matters. You're a, you're a, you're a cop." And you got to be like, "Bro, they got to be like, before I'm anything, I'm a black man." So yeah, I support Black Lives Matters as a police officer because I'm fucking black. Like of once I take this uniform off, I'm fucking I'm I'm the average everyday okay. black guy. It's just such a ridiculous thing. I mean, to me, the statement "Black Lives Matter" mm-hmm. to me just sounds it's so obvious mm-hmm. to me that I, I don't even know how you could be against it or, or not know, stand man. for it. Listen, man. To me, it's everybody. just so it's such an obvious thing. It's such an obvious statement. You know? Yeah. Well. Like the it's fact all fucked that it, up. it has to be plastered or, or or painted in a mural on a road is crazy. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I mean, it, of course, Black Lives Matter, man. Yeah. But uh, and, uh, I saw a good. But argument. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It's a it's a systemic thing, and, and if that's mm-hmm. if it's the system that you feel is stacked against, it, it's something I can't talk to because I'm not black. You know, it's not that you can't talk to it. I can't talk to it. You, you can talk to it. No, you can. If you do your I own, can, indi- I can comment on it. No, you can talk, I can't to, talk it. to it. And this is how you talk to it. And this is what I encourage everybody to do. Don't take what I say for it. Go do your own research. I don't think anybody collect does. the data. Nobody does. <laughs> collect the data, formulate your own opinion, and come up with an educated response of to what you honestly think. Look at the numbers. Look at the statistics. Look at the situations and you can you can paint yourself a picture if you're looking objectively. 
You don't have to agree. You don't. But because you don't agree or because you don't experience it doesn't mean it's not happening. I just hope after all the protests, the riots, whatever, mm-hmm. we get something positive out of this. I want something positive. I would like that to happen too. If it's if you're moving the sticks forward at all, that's a win. I agree. I just don't want to keep moving backwards. And I want the, the gap to get bigger. That's my biggest fear. And mm-hmm. I and I think that there's a strong possibility of that happening. Well, it, it'll probably be. Because you got to understand about racism. It, black kids, black babies and white babies play with each other all the time. Racism is a learned thing. And because it's learned, that means somebody is teaching it. And if it's always taught, it will always be around. So we got to stop the teaching and then that'll stop the learning. But it'll always be around. Like I said earlier, there's no doubt in my mind, uh, this is definitely the most tolerant generation that we got coming up behind us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna give it up. and I think that that only gets better moving forward. Um, I would like that. So, well, listen, smooth. You said a lot today. We did say a lot. I got a little. You said a lot of up. words. We should do a workout. I don't, I don't know if anybody still listening at this point. They might. They might have turned this shit off 40, 40 minutes ago. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. If you are still listening, so we're just two assholes. You know what the fuck's going on. But uh, mm. it was interesting getting into this with you. I agree. Do you hate me now? No, why would I hate you? Nah, I don't know. People, let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again. We're going to wrap this up. Are you ready to wrap this up? Yeah, I think so. I just jumped into the outro. Nah, okay. we got we to gotta do it. It's been long enough. It's our longest episode yet. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's, Actually, what was the good. intro? The intro episode, was that long? That was long. Nah, it wasn't this was long. like an hour? Oh, well. But this this was a heavy topic. So, uh, we got it out the way and, uh, we'll move on to something more. Um, I don't know. Whatever comes up, send in your comments (laughs) and something not uh, as heavy. www.askablackguy.com. Go right to the website, shoot on comments, send it on in. We read them. We'll respond. I I read everyone, respond to everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, check us out on Insta. Instagram, yep. Check us out on Facebook. Us. Uh, you can listen at, to us at, on ask, it, ask a black guy. Yeah. com. You can catch us on iTunes. Catch us on Google Play. Catch us on Spotify. Actually, if, iTunes is being a little difficult right now. We got some bugs to work if any, out. If anybody's listening on iTunes, help us out. Yeah, something's, something's going on. Something's iTunes. jacked up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, from our mics to your ears, thank you for sharing our time. And this is Slim and Smooth signing off. Until next time.